on the line, president of MLSC, Tim Laiwicki. Good day, Tim. Hi, guys. You, you realize what you just said there? If we were betting many years ago and you would have said that you were going to make that kind of statement on the air, everyone would have thought you were nuts. Well, you weren't here then. <laughs> I, 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 I wasn't here then. That's more important. A lot of things. Oh, wow, you're being humble, Tim. You're right. being humble. Besides, let me tell you that, that we, it's funny. We talked about this not only when Masai joined us and when we had to make some tough decisions here, but we talked about this when Shani joined us. Everything I've always seen and witnessed in sports is the character and the organization and the, and the nucleus of a team, including the players, will always take on the personality of their leader. And tell me right now, this team doesn't have Masai's personality. Well, it's funny that you say that because when he walked off the stage after saying what he said before game hey, number hey, one. Hey, Tim, do you remember that one? Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? The most expensive, shortest speech ever. I told Masai, dude, you're supposed to get paid for making speeches, not paid to make it. Your reaction to that live was the subject of conversation on this show. I would love to know that smile that you had on your face as he handed the mic to you after saying it, represented what thought process? Well, so three. So I have a funny story. Okay. We had a sponsor party right across the street right beforehand, and Adam Silver uh, was kind enough to address our sponsors as well. And it, it, to Adam's credit, it was his third trip into Toronto, which was pretty amazing since February. So he, he got up, and the first thing he said is, well, I guess i got to give out my first find to Masai, because Masai had said the exact same thing at the sponsor party. <laughs> Everyone laughed. We had a good time. Everyone was kidding. Lo and behold, when Masai got up on the big stage, and I'm watching that Zoom camera flying over the audience, coming right in on him, and it was hard to hear up there because we didn't have speakers aimed at us, so everything was bouncing out. But then I, it, when he, I could tell when he turned to me, and I'm like, uh-oh, here it comes. <laughs> and then I thought he was going to do, you know, the rap thing and drop the mic just for the episode. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you were going to do that. The mic and said, "Don't drop the mic." <laughs> I got to be honest; it would be amazing if he did. Oh my goodness! If he dropped been, the mic, either I, of you, like just drop the mic and peace out. Homies. I would have voted for mayor. <laughs> yeah. Masai would have been my right and vote for mayor. Yeah, I don't want him in that category. But I, I think the, the 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 funny thing about what he did is he he um we talked about it a lot over the the next uh, few days and obviously had a couple of conversations with Adam. But funny enough I would say that uh just two weeks before that, Masai and I were talking about you gotta fight for your team, you gotta make sure they understand we've always had their back, we will always have their back. And we needed a defining moment in order to make everyone understand this is kind of like a hockey team playing basketball, and it is absolutely Canada's team. And so I, you never want to get anybody in trouble. We certainly don't want Adam to feel badly about what we say here or the way we say things. But I will give Masai credit, which is his personality has been ingrained in every aspect of this organization, and I think it's one of the reasons we're having the success we are. So, Tim, just so I'm clear, at the hoity-toity thing pregame, game one, <laughs> Masai A said it and B, Silver was in the room. Did I hear it right? Uh, Masai said it, and Adam had walked into the room right after he said it, okay. and I, we were kidding Adam, so Adam knew he had said it there. 
Okay, so he got he knew something had taken place, and it was like ha ha ha, it was funny, all in all in jest. And then well, later, there weren't any cameras, and there weren't you know right. it wasn't on live TV, and yeah, there, there wasn't any YouTube videos, and so <laughs> it was a bit of a different world. And he didn't throw the mic down uh, at the sponsor party oh, okay. either. So Tim, I got to tell you, next time you got to drop the mic. <laughs> <laughs> you have to drop the hey, mic. You guys, I I came out of this without a fine. You know how unique that is that I'm the one that didn't get the fine. <laughs> I got I got to tell you, we're not supposed to condone any of this but what you're telling us made it double awesome yeah uh, double well, he's, awesome. he's yeah again i i can't tell you the crowd out there it, it you know when's the last time you saw a crowd like that begin to impact the players including they're watching the crowd before they went out and played that game the other night in the locker room i mean i i, I can't tell you how amazing it is that that crowd has taken on this team's personality and this team has taken on that crowd's passion. Well, I, I know the video guys with the Leafs towards the end of last year's first round, Tim, they were they were splicing in with the videos of the goals and the guys would see them the next day. They were splicing in Maple Leaf Square. And I yeah. remember guys talking about that towards the end saying that was quite something to see the next day. Obviously, they know what's going on, but to see it in that way, that does make a bit of an impact. Well, I think it's it's awesome for the players that they understand that this town uh, is behind them in the country. And it's not just, you know, these guys are smart. We've told them about the ratings. They now understand they're making history here with the amount of people watching the NBA in Canada and watching the Raptors team. And and they, they not only get it, but it makes them even more damned and determined to go after it here. So I, I, I am very appreciative of the players having a great amount of respect and understanding of how unique a moment this is and how wound up and, and emotional the town and the fans have become for the Raptors team. President and CEO of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, Tim Laiwicki, joining us here on Tim and Sid. Uh, we've, we were born and raised in this city and we're around for uh, the last time the Raptors won a series. So I'm not sure that we're that surprised by this. While I know that there are a lot. Are you surprised with the support having been here just a year? Yeah, remember, I came from a town where we burned everything down after we won the championship, so it's a different kind of reaction. Right. Uh, we, we probably couldn't put the games on the big screen out in L.A. Right. after our, our little victory party. So I, I think what, what amazes me is as I walk around town or I'm on the subway every day, and just the, the people that come up and, and thank me because they're happy, they're, you know, look, it's, it's awesome that we are ultimately creating a buzz in town. We're, get, we're putting a smile on people's face. They're suddenly excited about the fact we're fighting back for our city. We're fighting back for our country. Uh, I think the, the We the North video, people really related to and, and absolutely said, I feel that, I am that, and I relate to that. Thank you. So, I'm a little surprised that ultimately it turned as quick as it did, but I, I have to say I'm having one of the best times I've ever – I've been doing this 40 years. This is one of the more enjoyable runs I've ever been a part of. Tim Laiwicki here on Tim and Sid. Uh, anything else on that, Tim, before we move on? And, and listen, I, it's a positive vibe. I want to keep it going, but, Tim, I'd be remiss if I didn't bring up the significance of yesterday in terms of the league and and what it means just for a moment i gotta ask you personally though are, it, are you technically a board of governor when they meet when they have a conference call are you involved in that well it depends on which committee uh larry's uh, on the executive committee and so uh he's he's going to be probably more involved than i am on this larry tannenbaum um I, i'm 
I, I would say I'm involved a little bit more than ordinary just simply because I, I, I made the deal with, with the Clippers when they moved into the building. So I know them well. I know that situation there well. Uh, KJ, um, Mayor Johnson, is a good friend of mine. So um, we, we, we were following this closely. We were talking to Adam uh, over the weekend. I'm very proud of him. Um, I'm proud of the league. I'm very, very proud of the players. I, I think our players' unity, all of them, from, from Chris Paul and the Clippers to all of our other uh, stars, uh, our team and the way they got behind this and the, and the fact that we made it very clear we will never ever as a league tolerate anyone that ultimately has hate uh, in their heart. And, and this is not what we stand for. And so I'm proud that everyone uh, took the stand that they did as aggressively as they did. And, and the aggressive part was interesting to me because we're now hearing that the players plan to walk off the court um, as tip was about to happen, did you realize what kind of impact it would have had had Adam Silver not banned him for life? Well, like, yeah, we don't have to worry about that. I know this much. There's, um, in, in my brief time getting to know him, uh, Chris Paul has more character than most athletes I've ever been around. It does not shock me at the end of the day that Chris Paul uh, felt the way he did and was prepared to do whatever he had to do to make sure that we protected the integrity uh, and the character of this game. So good for them. Tim, the one thing you also heard from the players yesterday was uh, they're eager to see a schedule on the Board of Governors stuff in relation to Sterling. Um, you know the inside and outs of that a bit better than I, obviously. It might be easier said than done. Have you heard about a pending vote? Do you think this can get done quickly? Or, or is it wishful thinking at this point in terms of, of, the, of the speed of all this? Uh, I've had the good fortune of being around working with and working for uh, Commissioner Silver and Deputy Commissioner Silver for a long time. And he, I consider him to be a good friend uh, personally as well as of this organization. That's the reason he's been up here three times is he's intimately involved now in trying to help us, including – uh, moving the game time uh, to 7:30 tonight was the leak. They we went they went to bat for us, and we wanted to make sure we avoided some of the conflicts with all the game sevens on the NHL side. So they 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 are um, they, these are people that say what they mean and do what they say. And I he has already referred the matter to the advisory and finance committee. Uh, uh, so it's already uh, in motion, taking place. Uh, the, the Adam is a man that ultimately th there's no BS here with this guy. He's straight ahead. He's very honorable and very honest. He has no spin and no agenda. He meant what he said yesterday, and I think you could expect swift action, and he started already today. Hmm. Very interesting. Uh, Tim Lywicki joining us here on Tim and Sid, President and CEO of Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment. Does it concern you at all getting back to, to your team that Dwayne Casey and Kyle Lowry are unsigned for next year? No. Why not? Because we said that with a lot of confidence. Yeah, I, I, one, uh, I'm like the fans and Messiah I trust, and two, who wouldn't want to be here? Who wouldn't want to play in Toronto? Who wouldn't want to be a part of the Raptors family? And so, we, I have a, a lot of respect for Coach Casey. I've enjoyed being around him this year. Uh, I, we went through a a bonding experience when he was the last man standing, and and we didn't get rid of him, and and we chose for him to inherit Messiah and Messiah to inherit him. 
And I did that because I was so respectful of the man when I first met him uh, back a year ago. So I, I, I understand Coach Casey, and I think he's done a great job. I think Masai and him are a great team. I'm not worried about Coach Casey because I think he loves it here. So uh, we'll let those play out. I feel the same way about Kyle. Um, we, we have not been – we have not spared our opinion uh, or our passion for that young man. And so I'm not worried about them wanting to be a part of our organization. So you, you have no qualms about Kyle wanting to be with this franchise? Who wouldn't want to be here? I mean, this is right now, we have the attention of the whole league. Everybody in the league is talking about two things. The first of them, I'm, I'm glad we're going to get past it. The second of them, uh, the second point is Toronto. And everyone's amazed what's going on here. They can't believe our crowds. They can't believe how loud it is. I'm not going to tell you where this came from, but we had to have a conversation with someone yesterday because someone else was complaining they couldn't hear the whistles in our building and could we tell the crowd to be quiet. And I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. (laughs) Someone on your end or their end? No, on someone's end that I'm not going to get into. Damn Jason kid. (laughs) (laughs) Who would not be blown away? If you were a player going through this experience now that our fans have created here, it's the loudest building in the league right now. What our fans are doing in Jurassic Park out in Maple Leaf Square is absolutely unbelievable. I think it's fantastic. The players love it. They're passionate about it. And I think it's not lost in Kyle Lowry that he has become the most popular athlete in this town. And so good for him. He's earned it. Uh, with all due respect, how about someone who could get five years and maybe fifteen million elsewhere? <laughs> well, <laughs> like uh, right, I, you know. Here's the good news: I, I don't have to worry about that. We'll let Masai worry about that. Okay. But but at the end of the day, I think the run is good for our fans. It's good for our organization. But let let us not forget: it is probably as good for our players and our coaches because they love what's going on here and they're excited to be a part of it. Tim Laiwicki here on Tim and Sid. Um, one last basketball thing. I don't want to leap too far ahead. This series is tied at two after all. Right. But we we could live in a world where the Raptors are playing LeBron James. Uh, That's kind of messed up, isn't it? We're not even thinking about that. I'm thinking uh, about honestly, that. Honestly, <laughs> we're the underdogs here. We know it. We we understand at the end of the day that the, the Nets have the balance of experience here. And so I still think... Our backs are up against the wall, and that's all we're thinking about right now. Uh, okay, so I'm good with basketball, Tim. You good? Um, Anything else, Timmy? Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry, we're, I said Tim McCallum. I'm sorry. Names, when Tim. I say Tim, I got to write a preface who I'm talking. My apologies. I didn't know which Tim. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, big L doggy. I'm talking to you now. Um, okay, quick question about your hockey team. Obviously, it's been now maybe two and a half weeks, three weeks since the collapse ended. You've had more time to digest it. In hindsight now, Tim, what happened with the Leafs? Uh, I guess I'm spending a lot more time on where we're going. Uh, I've spent a lot of time with with, uh, Brendan. Um, Spent some time with him in New York when we were there uh, for the the playoff games. He's here and came back with us Monday. Spent some time, spent a few hours with him again this morning. He'll be at the game tonight. Uh, He's out doing one-on-ones with everybody on the hockey side. Uh, I'm amazed at his focus and intensity, but I'm also amazed. He's like a sponge, so he's taking a lot in and learning a lot. And so what, what, I'm very comfortable 
that we are headed in a direction here where we're never going to have to go through this sort of thing again uh, because um, I won't let it happen. It ju- it's just unacceptable. And um, Shani not only feels the same way I do, but uh, I see the way he's going about this, and it gives me a lot of comfort we're about to make the right decisions in a lot of different areas soon. So you will see decisions on our part in the near future based on the work he's done, uh, the, the intelligence and the information he is now digesting. And, and I, I love the fact he is very analytical on, on how he's approaching this and, and what he thinks is wrong and how we fix it. Will those decisions involve your coach? Well, they're going to involve every aspect of the organization. Uh, Brendan has to put his, <clears throat> just as Masai has done on the basketball side, we need Shani to do on the hockey side. He has, he will, and I'm excited about it. I, I'm, I'm telling you guys, we got ourselves a good one here. The first two weeks have absolutely verified within not just my head but my heart this is a guy that is ultimately going to get us to the right place and he'll never let this happen to us again. So, Tim, so sorry to, to belabor the point, but you're not willing at this point to say with, with certainty that Randy Carlisle will be back next year. You're not there yet. Well, that's Shani's decision, uh, and it's Dave Nonis's decision, and the two of them are spending a lot of time together. And, by the way, they're, they're doing extremely well for those that said it wouldn't work, <laughs> for those that said it was an extra layer, for those that said it, it was the end of Dave Nonis. He couldn't be further from the, the actual... Um, uh, what's taking place now within our organization? They they are working. They're they have formed a bond like I thought they would. They have different qualities and and they bring to the task different experiences and different strengths. And it's worked out extremely well. They are getting along extremely well. They I have not had to intercede on one issue, nor do I expect to. And I think they see eye to eye on where we're headed here. And, and when you say that will never happen again, are you confident that both you and Brendan will be able to put your stamp on this team that much that you can affect it from the front office? Yes. Okay. Tim Lywicki here on Tim and Sid. Um, okay. The, Sorry, Timmy. Go no, ahead. I was going to say the other, the other whispers that, that I've heard or at least things that I've read is things like Brendan could be groomed uh, in the future to hold a role such as yours. Um is this role for you as president or CEO a long-term position? Yeah, I'm not quite sure why everyone wants to get me out of town already. <laughs> I, I, just when we're beginning to enjoy some success, I, I came here uh, with a mission and, and a commitment, which was we're, we're going to fix this organization and these teams to a point where they're all going to be competing each and every year all at the same time. We are not there yet, and Quite frankly, we're not close yet. We haven't done anything yet with a basketball team, with a soccer team, and clearly not with a hockey team. We have work to do. And, and my intention is I, I'm never going to give up. Uh, it's not in my character, and nor am I going to quit until the job's done. So I don't, I don't listen to what people say about um, am I leaving, am I grooming. It, none of that's true. We're focused on how do we get all of these teams 
you know, how cool would it be if we had the Raptors and the Leafs having this kind of atmosphere and this kind of enthusiasm and passion in Toronto at the same time for the playoffs? We got to get to that, and we will get to that. But we got a lot of hard work to do because we're not there yet. Uh, Tim, final question on my end. In terms of the roster with your hockey team, and I'm not looking for names. How many guys on that roster would you deem to be untradeable? Well, my opinion doesn't matter, but but I'll give you my opinion. No one's untradeable. Now, that doesn't mean a damn thing. What I know is this. Brendan's meeting with each guy one-on-one. Brendan and Dave are spending a lot of time talking about how do we get better. There are decisions coming soon, I promise you. I know where these guys are at on their decision-making. We're not there yet, but they're getting there. Um, We will not lack in our ability to make tough decisions around here. I promise you. I think you've shown that thus far. Uh, Last one. When you get to that point where the Leafs and the Raptors are enjoying the type of success that you want them to enjoy, do you have picture-in-picture in in that square so you can show both games at the same time? (laughs) That's the best question I've ever been asked. Pretty good. (laughs) Pretty good. What are you going to do then? Think about that one for a while. Well, I can also tell you condo prices are going up if that happens. Yeah. You might have to open your house. They're going yeah. down when people say, I cannot get any sleep here. I have to well, move. It goes the other way. Um, yeah. All right, I'm going to leave it there, Tim. Yeah, I appreciate the time. Um, <laughs> and uh, have fun tonight. Enjoy Thanks. it. Props to you guys. Props to the fans. Thanks for the environment they created. We're really enjoying it.